Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Hello Listening. Ha. Ha. Don't copy me. Don't copy me. I'm a penis. Oh, you're a penis? Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, we, are we are back. back. With a new episode. With a new episode. <laughs> and, and today, today me, me, so Boyfi, so Boyfi is talking is about, talking about how, how stinky Danielle is. Stinky Boyfi is. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're back, everybody, with a new episode, and uh, today we are talking about movies and mental illness and stuff in movies with mental illness and stuff like that. <laughs> no, look, 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 look. Real talk for a second. Look. We take away the shiny production of this podcast. We take away the glamour <laughs> of us being so famous. <laughs> <laughs> we're just people like you. <laughs> let's just pretend. Let us live a normal life. <laughs> let, let's just pretend we are really just people like you. <laughs> for a moment <laughs> no um but uh you know we 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 struggle sometimes to think of you know i some we sometimes have very or me in particular have sometimes very cool ideas for podcasts <sighs> so we're starting like this again <laughs> no we as a team have sometimes a very cool idea for for a podcast episode and um and they turn out great and sometimes it's just a very, hey, I have this idea, let's talk about it, and we do. And um, that's just sometimes how it happens. Sometimes we have things planned like guests where we, like, next week we have one guest on Friday. And the week after that we have a guest on Tuesday mm -hmm. already lined up. Um, actually, there's another guest waiting. We have to just figure out a date. But so things like that are are things like that are happening but you know sometimes we are sitting here and like oh shit we have to release something on friday oh, we have to we want to we should mm -hmm. that's what we do that's what we set up for and we just can't think of anything and we can't think of anything like and it's not that we don't try to think something of something like today the whole fucking day i was when i was at work when i was i had to drive to Linz. when i was you know every free second of my day I was trying to think of a topic and I just couldn't think of one. And I was racking my brain and could not think of a single thing we could talk about, which is crazy because the whole reason that we kind of like changed up the podcast is that because we can basically talk about anything, but you'd be surprised at how hard it is to think of like, what would be interesting to listen to if we were a listener of the podcast? Yeah, right. You have to think of, Sometimes it's fun to talk about things that are happening in our lives that might relate to people. Sometimes it's fun to talk about things that are happening in maybe everybody's or a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Sometimes it's fun for us to talk about things we have fun and relate to and or movies and stuff like that where we, especially me, have a lot of opinions and knowledge, I would say, or some knowledge. I don't know. I don't want to sound cocky. Um, but yeah, and other than that, they're like, the mental illness mental health stuff mm -hmm. and and i don't know you you want to you know you want to have a a nice uh, library. collection library of of things that you look back to and you can say most of those are very good or most of those are entertaining mm -hmm. because at the end we want to just entertain you for 
the brief minutes that we capture your attention, which is very nice, by the way, if you're listening right now. So thank you. We appreciate you. And so one of our things we've done in the past and that are very much liked is movies compared to real life or we talk about movies and then um, talk about maybe similar situations in real life. Mm -hmm. um, and the last one we did was the love, was it rom-coms, rom which was very fun. And uh, uh, I think a very liked episode, actually. We did um, feel-good movies, summer movies, I think, mm -hmm. or combined, I don't remember. We did, did we do, no, we didn't do horror. Oh, we should do horror movies. Yeah, compared to real life, what the fuck? Real life is much more horrible than horror movies. I didn't say movies. compared to the real life. We can find another way to... We did do a horror movie episode. Really? Yeah. Our favorite horror movies. And awesome. uh, people did not like that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, it's a niche. Okay, but, so only I like talking about horror movies. I mean, the thing is, horror movies are a niche. Not, not a lot of people yeah. like horror movies. That's true. So, and since we talked about um, health anxiety or anxiety in two, three episodes ago... Um, we thought it would be fun to talk about movies, movies, <laughs> um, and movies that like kind of, um, are either are based around mental health or have like, uh, an underlying incorporate plot. Right. Right. Incorporate at least some aspect of mental illness or mental health yeah. in one of its characters. And there are tons of those out there. And, um, the thing is, what I like about movies like that, and let's be honest, um, most of us like those movies where we can find something to relate to. Mm. And obviously sometimes those traits or those mental illnesses are getting turned up a notch or um, over, what is it called? What is the word I'm looking for? Like if they're getting exaggerated. Overhyped. No, not overhyped, but exaggerated a little bit in terms of um, the portrayal in the movie. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those, obviously it's a movie, so it's not real life, but sometimes those things are getting, are not real, real in the yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, do you have one? I do have one. Um, this is actually one of my favorite movies. Okay. It is called Benny and June. Oh, Benny and June is a good one. From with 1993 with Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Um. And um, Mary Stewart Masterson um, is just phenomenal. So it's basically the June is is mentally ill. I don't think it's ever really said exactly what she has, but I think there's definitely some aspects of OCD. There is some um, definitely anxieties, uh, but she has a pretty severe mental illness where she could be potentially a danger to herself if mm -hmm. left alone. Mm -hmm. Um, and her brother, Benny is trying to consider putting her in like a group home. Yeah. And that's essentially how, how the whole thing starts. Yeah. And then they meet Sam yep. because the, it doesn't matter how they meet him. They met Sam, which is Johnny Depp. And he's a very quirky, he's um, very quirky, like very quirky character. And he basically bases his or models his character. And I think it's actually said in the movie, um, on Buster Keaton. Yeah. I mean, you can see that he's very, he does a lot of pratfalls. He does yeah. a lot of um, um, physical comedy and yeah. he does it very well. Very well. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of just like about his, Sam's relationship with June and, and how he, through his quirkiness and kind of also a little instability. Yeah, yeah. He has how they, some sort of mental illness too. How they kind of like work off of each other and how they 
how they end up helping each other feel more stable. And, you know, even though they like, he can't really understand her mental illness and she doesn't have the capacity to understand his either. I feel like they, he makes her feel normal. Yeah. Because they're both so quirky and, and yeah. yeah, but it's a really lovely story of, of two people who I think ultimately fall in love. I would say that they become like a couple. Mm. Um, but just kind of how, how you just relationships in general can play such a huge role in, yeah, yeah. and the right relationship and a supportive relationship can play such a huge role in mental health and, and being more independent and, and I don't know, okay with, yeah. with yourself. That's a good movie. It's a lovely movie. Um, I have one that is a little newer, I would say. It's Silver Linings Playbook newer. from the, I mean, new. 2012, 2013. <laughs> it is, I mean, it's 10, 10 years, years, but it's still considered yeah. compared to the, the one you said. But it's David O. Russell, um, and it's with Bradley Cooper and uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Robert De Niro, Jackie Weaver, Chris Tucker, and some other people. Um, but it's a great movie. It's funny, it's weird. It's quirky, but it's also very sad. Um, and it's technically about this um, younger, I think mid thirties, almost forties man who has bipolar and he was like in a mental, mental institution because he was very um, uh, violent uh, towards her, his ex-wife's uh, lover, I think. Mm-hmm. He had like this violent outburst and almost beat him to death. Um, and so he had to go to this mental institution and work on his anger and bipolar. And he has also this obsession with his ex-wife and he still thinks like he came back, can back, can get back together with her. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of uh, very wary mental health traits in there. And then on the other side, you have uh, Jennifer Lawrence who plays this grieving widow. 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 widow um and she also has like she's dealing with her with the loss of her husband mm-hmm. and you can tell that she's not doing great yeah um and ha- doing like making a lot of uh, bad choices but ultimately ends up falling in love with Bradley Cooper's character mm-hmm. it's a great movie it's not i wouldn't say it's very realistic in some some of the ways but i what i really like is the the anger Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that Robert De Niro is his dad and you can see that um, anger runs in the family mm-hmm. and it, it is an issue, um, not not only if you let it be an issue, but it is yeah. an issue. And um, he deals with it ultimately and um, becomes a better human being. But there are some very fun scenes, like the one scenes where he reads the book in the middle of the night and then he finishes and he's like, what the fuck? That's a book. That's a that's a bullet of crap or something throws it out of the window <laughs> runs down to his parents who it's in the middle of the night it's like four of four a.m or something and runs into the rooms like oh, i just read this book it's just it's so fuck that scene is so fucking funny it's a it's a great movie i would say mm-hmm. it's a it's a great movie and i would highly recommend it if you haven't seen it yet um my next one is even newer from 2020 mm-hmm. king of staten island oh i have that on my list too yeah yeah. That's with Pete Davidson. It's kind of a uh, partly autobiographical, not completely, but uh, the the main plot points are very autobiographical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of Pateau. his story and how his dad, uh, his dad was a firefighter in in the nine eleven attack, and yeah. he, he died. 
and it's kind of it's like a story of his grief he's a 24 year old kid still living at home with his mom who's you know an overworked nurse yeah um and he's extremely depressed and i think kind of not really acknowledging the fact that he's really depressed yeah yeah um and it's it's kind of just his story it's it kind of just follows him it's not really one of those those movies that has like a massive plot to it i would say it's more just like kind of day in the life kind of thing but multiple days obviously but it just kind of follows him a little bit and i mean yes and no because ultimately he he has he lives a very fucked up life um he has some weird friends who doesn't really push him forward and he never really dealt with the 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 loss of his father that's what i said in a mature way (laughs) where he needed someone to to um, push him there and the and firefighters that's, that's who that's where bill burr comes right. in and the firefighters and ultimately also friends of his, his late dad, dad mm-hmm. um push him there and yeah. he he finds a, a, a calling or like mm-hmm. a, a, a a passion through pushing through that that trauma yeah. and that loss yeah but it's he kind of finds a way to deal with it by connecting with these firefighters and these people who yeah. knew his dad yeah. and it also kind of helps him just get his life back on track and in the right yeah. direction yeah. as opposed to the rec- the direction he was going. Yeah, right. It is it is a fun movie. It has I mean it's Chad Epitel. Um I would con- I would compare it to This is 30 in terms of um what is this what is it one called with Ben Ben still uh, not Ben Stiller with Adam Sandler. This is a, a kind of fun story or something like that. It's or kind of a funny story. A funny story or something. Uh, not just funny story. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a funny story. I'm looking at it now, but that's not. Ben no, no, Stiller. that's a different movie. No, it's, that's. But that's also a great. I know that's example. my next one on the list. <laughs> well, then let's just segue. But yeah, it's it's a it's a great depiction and like um, moment of now maybe we would say in in German uh, of his life. Um, and uh, I, I actually really liked that movie. Me too. Well, yeah. Um, let's do the next one. It's kind of a fun story from 2010. Um, it's a very, very cool movie. I really mm-hmm. liked that one. Um, it's with Zach Galifianakis. That was like, I think, right in the middle of the, the Hangover movies. Mm-hmm. So at its prime, basically. Um, Emma Roberts is in it. Viola Davis and Kira Gildrich. Gildrist? Gildrist? And Gilchrist? Gildrist. Yeah. And it's basically about a 16-year-old kid who spends time in a psychiatric hospital after contemplating suicide. And it's funny because the movie um, captures different people different in different stages of their mental uh, health journey. And they, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because they push each other uh, towards the right direction. They know what's right. They know... Um, how they can get better and i really like the movie because it has a fun underlining it's dramatic it is serious it's a serious movie but it has a fun underlining Zach Galifianakis is very very good in that role and um yeah it's it's kind of it i would say it's a feel-good movie Mm -hmm. but it's also a little bit of a coming of age because um he yeah he goes through a journey in in the in the hospital but yeah, I would highly recommend that movie if you have not seen it. It's a it's a more unknown movie. Mm-hmm. 
Do you have one? Otherwise, um, I have one. I was thinking about the Skeleton Twins. That's a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. Bill Hader. And Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. And because it's the two of them, there are comedic elements, of course, in the movie. But it's yeah, yeah. definitely more of a drama. Um, they both play their roles beautifully. They play twins who are estranged. I think they haven't seen each other for like 10 years or something like yep, that. Yep. And if I don't, if I remember correctly, they both have like near-death ex- I mean he tries he to, kill, to himself, kill himself and she has some sort of near-death experience but it's like on the same day mm-hmm. it was like this twin thing that mm-hmm. each had on the same day they they say they cheated death on the same day and they reunited and they're kind of forced through that reunion to to kind of re-examine their their relationship their childhood their upbringing also, um, they never really healed. Um, Bill yeah. Hader's character is still very fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point in the movie, he tries to kill himself again. Um, it's a dramatic movie, but I think it shows, first of all, their acting chops and their range. But at the same time, it has a, it has comedic elements yeah. to it. And they're, I mean, if you know them from SNL and other other stuff they did, you you know how well that they work together. They have such great chemistry. They have great chemistry, and it's a fun movie to watch. Maybe not while you're depressed, <laughs> but it's a great movie. And also an unknown movie. Not a lot of people know And I movie. think also just as like uh, if you are a sibling, just like if you're like someone who's close with your siblings, it's, I mean, when I watched that movie, I was just like felt so lucky that I have my mm. brother it just really hits you there and he said the same thing i mean he watched it not i think actually before i did and said that he thought of me the whole time and mm. he's just like this is like it's so nice to mm. see a depiction of a relationship that feels real it yeah. feels like a real it is very well written sibling yeah. relationship it's very very well done yeah the next one is a matchstick man um, I really, really liked the movie with Nicolas Cage. We watched it, um, I think, last year mm-hmm. or two years ago. Um, Sam Rockwell is also in it, and it's basically about a Nicolas Cage character who has high, 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 what is it called, OCD? Like, mm-hmm. he has this compulsion disorder, and he has those um, ticks where he has to do certain things to keep them under control. He is... Um, very clean. He can't touch things. He, all that stuff. Like he's basically monk. Um, if you would compare it to a different character, uh, and he scams people. That's their mm-hmm. whole thing. So he and I Sam Rockwell. Yeah, we watched it. You really liked it. Um, it's an it's a more unknown movie. It's from two thousand three, I think. Um, yeah, and um, it's funny because Ridley Scott directed that one. A lot of people did really don't know that movie um it flew under the radar but i I remember watching it the first time i really liked it and watching it again i think two years ago or something or last year even um the uh, first of all if you don't like nicholas cage sure whatever i don't care but that man if you don't like nicholas cage then you can go fuck <laughs> off <laughs> i wouldn't yeah i that's what i wanted to say um no but he i think he's one of the and I'm, that might be a risky territory for some people, but again, that's my opinion. <laughs> but he's a very, very good actor, in my opinion. He has, a, he has a, a massive range that 
guy can do anything. He can play series. Uh, if you have seen The Weatherman, that's a great movie. Um, he can do comedy. Um, he can do like Arizona. What is it called? Arizona. Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. Mm -hmm. He can do horror. He can do action. That guy can do anything. And in Majestic Man, he he shows that like his OCD, his tics are so well portrayed. And I remember watching it for the first time as like a teenager. I I felt so compelled, like oh that I, that's horrible if you have something like that. And he plays it so well, but at the same time, it shows that most of those tics are like produced, or most those tics are produced in in their in his head. That he he constant he manifested them so much over the years, mm -hmm. um, and when his daughter, his estranged daughter, comes into his life, he finally starts opening up and sees that like he can be more than his ticks. Yeah, uh, it's a great movie. I really really like that movie, and I highly can recommend it if you haven't seen it, and if you are not, if you don't hate Nicolas Cage. Even though if you hate Nicolas Cage, I would still suggest it alone because of Sam Sam Rockwell's character. Can I just say to anyone out there who doesn't like Nick Cage, I used to hate him, like with a burning passion. It was so, like, it it almost made me gag <laughs> to, like, think about watching a movie with him. But then I was forced by Boyfie to give him another <laughs> chance because I, I lost a bet. Um, I don't remember what the bet was, but I lost it. And um, we watched a movie of his choice. I believe it was Raising Arizona. I think so too. And no, 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 no. It was the one where he plays two people hit the brother. Oh yeah. Adaption. Yeah. We That's watched that movie. and it was brilliant and That's I loved a really it. Great movie. And I didn't want to admit in the moment that I loved it. So I was just like, yeah, it was fine. And then we watched like a Netflix series called the history of swear words. I mean, it was way later, but that yeah. was way later, but I just completely fell in love and it's a great guy. Since then, I have just like wanted to watch every single thing he's ever done. He, he I think, <laughs> I just really sure he, like him. He has done a lot of shit, like almost yeah. every actor in Hollywood. Um, but yeah, that man, there's there there is a range of movies out there who are very very good, and who, yeah, I would just mm -hmm. highly recommend picking out the really good ones. And if you want to know the good ones, then just text us on our Instagram, and I'll yes. give you a list of. Uh, f movies you should see with yep. him. Yeah, I have two more. How many do you have? Um, I have one more, but I think the Perks of Being Wallflower is one of yours. It's actually not because I figured that you would oh, okay. do that one. So then, that's perfect because then we have three more total. So yeah. I'll go, you go, then I go. No, you go. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what I said. I go, you go, then I yeah. go. Um, okay, mine is Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, that's a great movie. 2006. And I just want to read a little bit because... It really, it really hits you <laughs> just like how dysfunctional this whole thing is. It's fantastic. So um, it's about a family. Basically, the, the main plot is a family travels to this pageant because their daughter wants to be part of a pageant. Yeah. And so the, the whole plot is based around that. They go into a bus and drive there. Yeah. But it starts with the the wife of the family. She brings her suicidal brother Frank, who's played by Steve Carell. Yeah. Um, and she has to like they need to care for him. Someone needs to like be in constant yeah. watch of, yeah. over him. Yeah. From what I, it's like a, a part of his release. Um, so he is in her care. Um, so he tried to commit suicide when he was rejected by his boyfriend, and that, so that's his story. Um, Cheryl's husband 
is unsuccessfully trying to sell his self-help and self-improvement technique using nine steps to reach success. Yep. Um, but is failing miserably. Yep. Their son, Dwayne, has taken a vow of silence. Yeah, he doesn't um, talk. He wants to desperately be a jet pilot, and I won't give anything away in case you haven't seen the movie, but um, that also is a... He, he has a massive role in this whole... The whole reason why I thought of this movie um, in terms of mental health and, and depression yep. and things like that. Yep. The grandfather, who was also with them, was forced out of the institution that he was in for elders, so like an elderly home or something. Um, and he's addicted to heroin. Yeah. <laughs> and the seven-year-old daughter, Olive, um, wants to be part of the Little Miss Sunshine pageant in California. Um, so she doesn't really have a <laughs> like a mental health thing. But basically, almost everyone in the family, I mean, the and the sister, I mean, the, or the mom, basically has all of these things to deal with. And she mm. probably also has a lot of mental health and anxiety issues yep. because yep. of this kind of, in a way dysfunctional family that she's constantly having to look out for. Yeah. So it's just, it's a story of like all of these different personalities, all of these different, but it feels so realistic because that, you know, every family has that no family is perfect. And every, every person in a family has their things that they're struggling with. And a lot of times it does fall on one person to kind of keep it together. I mean, I wouldn't say realistic, um, in the way that it would happen like that because, yeah, um, that would not happen like that. But, but the way that the things are portrayed, I, are yeah, I agree. It, the, the dialogue, the, how the characters written are very realistic, and and it's you can definitely um, find yourself in the in the bunch. But um, ultimately, it's a it's a feel good movie. Mm-hmm. It's an indie feel good movie, so it's not very serious, and so the mental aspect is not the main thing. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, the movie is about making you feel good, and it works very well. And it's yeah. a very, very good movie. Yeah. Um, my movie, I already said it. It's Perks of Being a Wallflower. Brilliant movie. It was Book is even better. Stephen Chopsky. Chopsky. I don't know. Uh, the the guy who wrote the book, and he also directed the movie. And, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't know that. And um, I mean, yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great cast. Um, most of you know Emma Watson from the Harry Potter movies is in it. Um, and it's basically about a, a boy who has a trauma, who who lost his aunt um, when he was a young kid. And he this trauma is still haunting him to this day. And um, he had a suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, but he never really worked through the whole aunt thing. Yeah. And I, I don't want to give too much yeah. away, but there is there is obviously more to the whole thing. Um, it's a great movie. It's about anxiety. It's about trauma. It's about depression and and many more things. Ultimately, it's a, it's a um, coming of age movie. It's a very beautiful story. Um, I have not read the book, but I believe that it's probably the book better is because unbelievably good. Yeah, because because the movie takes a few shortcuts yeah. um, and they just had to in terms of runtime. Um, it's one of those books where when you're reading it, you feel it's, it's one of the very few books that has made me cry. I, I have not cried while reading very often, but that's, that's a book that made me cry because it's, you feel so connected to the characters right from the start. 
Mm-hmm. Like you feel like you know them. So you feel like you're yeah. watching them go through this as you're reading, like you picture everything that's happening and it's, yeah. it's so well done. It's very well written. Yeah. No, I, 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 again, I have not read it, but I think, I think the movie still does a very good job. Um, the cast is great. Yeah. The music is good. And, um, I would still highly recommend the movie yeah. if you have not seen it, if you want to, if you want something to laugh, cry, um, and just feel good at the end. Yeah. My last movie, and I'm actually glad we're ending on this one because I am surprised. Gladiator? No, I'm surprised. Iron Man? I'm surprised you didn't uh, see this one, two? actually. Um, this is a very recent movie. Just came out, basically. Oh, It is sure. called A Good Person. Good Person, yeah. Holy fuck, that movie is fucking brilliant. You can get it on Amazon.com. Yes, it is written and directed by Zach Braff. Yes. Uh, just, I, I, I can't say enough good things about that movie. Um, it deals with more than I wouldn't say it's specifically mental illness, but it definitely plays a massive role. Yeah. And addiction yeah. is kind of the main um, focus of the of the movie. But it's essentially a woman played by the unbelievable Florence Pugh um, is engaged, and they're you know close to getting married, and then there's an accident, and she kind of ends up being responsible for the accident and it ended up killing two people in, in her fiance's family. Um, and it's just the journey from there. So that's basically how the movie starts. And it's from there, the whole, her journey through, she's like addiction and, uh, trauma and anxiety and depression and just recovering from all of that and coming out on the other side. Yeah. And it's an absolutely brilliant movie, brilliant storytelling, very realistic it feels to me. It's yeah. of of how trauma affects a person. I agree. Um the thing that you could maybe uh, criticize a little bit is the timing, uh the time that the movie goes through. There's it's basically a lot of time um is is portrayed in the movie, so the runtime is also, I think it's about two hours, so they couldn't obviously show everything, mm-hmm. all the stages, everything she goes through. So, um, but still, Zach Breath does a good uh, job in, in cutting the movie away where it still feels coherent. Yeah, and you follow her journey. Yeah, because it jumps forward like a year and a it, half. Yeah, and then there's still time jumps in, in that um, regard. So, a lot, a lot of time passes in the movie. Um, so that would be the only, like if it would be longer, like one and a half hours, maybe you could flesh it out a little bit more, which I would have liked. You mean two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Two and a half. Sorry. Yeah. I, I would have liked to, f- to see like a director's cut maybe where, yeah. where he takes a little bit more time to, to dive into the character because, or into the characters because there's so much, um, going on. Um, and yes, I think it is a movie about mental health because ultimately she deals with depression and not PTSD. and trauma and PTSD and not working through that by by uh, uh, being addicted to painkillers yeah. by treating her inner pain with painkillers and almost dying basically. It's a great movie. So um, it just came out. You can rent it on um, Amazon.com. I think it's coming out here actually next week. So at the end of April. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's, that's it. There's a ton of uh, more movies about mental health or mental health related um, 
there there's there are tons of series uh surrounding that topic and i think mm -hmm. i i don't the thing is once in a while i mean obviously most of the time you watch something there is a character somewhere yeah. who has some mental health problems mm -hmm. um and if it's just ocd or if it's just a narcissist who is who is like very i don't know cruel tendencies or something like that you know but um and again again i think that's that's what what characters ultimately make themselves like that's how they relate that's how we can relate to them mm -hmm. and that's how we can relate to the story but i think movies about mental health sometimes help and i remember watching some of those movies when i was down and i felt better because i felt like okay i'm not alone i'm i'm people go through this it's normal it's part of it mm -hmm. and the important thing is to either get help if you need help or to remember that this is not constant it's yeah. it's um, going to be better again it's a journey and we all in it yeah 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 that's it that's it so so if you like what you hear <laughs> yes gave me a look if you like what you hear you can please subscribe to the podcast you can review the podcast you can rate the podcast um on apple and spotify, spotify. Um, if you want to leave us a voice message, you can go to our anchor. No, that's not possible anymore. Why? Because anchor is not a thing anymore. Oh yeah. Spotify now. So okay, if you so want to talk to us, just go that. to our Instagram or our website Instagram. and then email us. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Yeah. And if you want to support us, um, with a little financial boost, which we would really appreciate because since we're doing that basically for free and because we're having fun but we still have to buy equipment and keep everything you know um as good as possible um you can head over to our patreon where you can see joe be part of the patreon and also get, get something from it yep so yeah you can look at that yep. that's it that's it goodbye watch out for deer <laughs> <laughs>